Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. So the zombies got him. You're listening to Podcast Detected. Now, run. Hi, guys. Welcome to episode 22 of Podcast Detected. Hello. Um, I'm Anna, and I'm here with Lindley hosting. Hello, everyone. I'm back. <laughs> Um, and today is our most emotional episodes episode. So um, we're gonna talk about. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about everything that was uh, shocking or upsetting or stressful. Like basically, the entire app. But <laughs> sad. Um, yeah. Some of so, the ones that were happy. Yeah, some of the ones that were happy. <laughs> those rare occasions. Um, But yeah, so we're going to talk about that. Um, and we have some exciting fandom news for you guys. Um, so yeah, let's get started. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, for fandom news, uh, we got some exciting announcements from Six to Start. About, finally <laughs> finally about um what's gonna happen in season four and like uh the changes to the app that are coming up so yeah they said um i think 40 story missions uh and no side missions which is kind of sad because i liked the side missions me too um hint hint six to start yeah <laughs> bring those back guys but um Yeah, they also talked about how we're going to be able to use uh, Pandora during it, uh, Spotify, stuff like that. Um, and they have a lot of really cool new art for it, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, they also, the thing that I'm like really excited about is they tell you how long that the missions are going to be. That's so, going or to like, be so helpful. Yeah, because I, I'm really bad at like planning how long they're going to take, especially when there's like an eighth transmission and you don't know yes. that that's what's coming up. Um, and with that, they also have that they're going to, halfway through the missions, they're going to notify you now so you can turn back to go back home. <laughs> yeah, which is good because I'm always stuck like at the park where when it ends. Um, so you can also set... Um, Your zombie chase difficulty, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. And they also, you can autoplay next mission now. So like the missions that stop with a horrible, horrible cliffhanger where you just want to keep going, you can. So basically you can run for the rest of your life <laughs> nonstop. Going to be so healthy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so also we got a fic from Taylor on our... Uh, inbox and we're actually going to post it after we post the or I guess right before maybe we post this episode and so it actually it's a really cute uh, little story about why runner five constantly goes by runner five when everyone else actually you know is called by their normal name when they're not running and even sometimes when they are running but yeah I I thought it was actually kind of adorable <laughs> yeah i thought it was an awesome fix so take a look at that mm -hmm. and then we also um some of you have seen this i i've reblogged it i think a couple other of us have reblogged it as well scorched poet just um released her first episode of radio breed which is a podcast from a nearby settlement during the zombie apocalypse 
And so you guys should definitely check it out. It's uh, really good and she's very, very talented and I know she's been working very hard on it. So if you get a chance um, after this podcast or next time you're running, whenever, definitely uh, give it a listen. The next thing we're, we're going to talk about is uh, the Cards Against Humanity game that uh, was on Saturday. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I organized it. I should know what day it is. But um, And you did a great job. It was so fun. Thank you. Uh, we had a great turnout for it. So thank you guys so much for playing. Um, and it's going to be a monthly thing now. So I'm Yay. planning the next one for like the end of this month. I think I'm going to do it like an end of monthly thing. Um... So stay tuned for when that happens. Again, thank you so much for uh, coming to play. I had a super fun time with it. <laughs> and if anyone missed it, um, I think there's we posted actually highlights from it as yeah. well. So definitely check them out. There's some funny stuff. Yeah, another shout out to Vaccine Myers because that's <laughs> the greatest nickname. It's so um, good. <laughs> it's my favorite pun. And you're um, welcome for the best nickname award, by the way. Yeah, it was well-deserved. <laughs> um now the last thing that we're going to talk about um, is that we, there's going to be a meetup in New York. I think we mentioned it during the last podcast. Mm -hmm. um, but there's going to be a meetup for fans in New York. Um, I plan on going because I live by there. I know, um, I think Devin plans on going. So if you see us, come say hi. Um, Hopefully you won't get snowed in Bratislava. Yeah. <laughs> because that happens to some people for these meetups. No, I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bitter. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, so yeah, if, if you're coming to that, we will be there. We will say hi. You should say hi back so we don't feel awkward <laughs> about that. Um, and, yeah, um, I think that's it for fandom news. Yes, I think so. So now we're going to talk about um, the most emotional moments, starting with the sad ones, because those are everyone's favorite. And there are so um, many of them. <laughs> and it's like every mission. Yes. Uh, constant, constant. We do um, want to warn you as well that we will be, there will be spoilers up to the end of season three, but um, I suppose we can kind of like, let you know what season we're on as we go. So yeah. starting with season one. <laughs> Obviously one of like the first sad moments was um Alice's yeah, like Alice's reappearance as a zombie. Yeah, and Sam's um, reaction. My poor yeah, baby. Um that was I don't know for me it was like the the moment when I was like, oh this is not just a running out. <laughs> This Already is going to be sad. Earlier. This is not going to be fun. Um, I'm just going to cry a lot. I see how this is going to be. Um, but yeah, so uh, so that was that was a really defining moment in my runner 5 And actually that brings up um, a point in the 5K when you, because I mean in the actual app, it kind of seems like Sam just got over the death of his girlfriend kind of quickly, but... And then you do the 5K. And then you do the 5K app and you realize that Sam is just completely just depressed. And I just wanted to hug that poor baby the entire time. So that was another thing that I actually hadn't thought of as well. Um, pretty much anytime Sam is sad, 
is I'm also yeah. sad. Then I'm sad. <laughs> um, the thing with the 5K is that I did it after um, after season yeah, two. So it was just like generally like awkward for me because everybody was like, oh, who's that new person? And I was like, you guys, we're like best <laughs> friends. Like We know that. We've literally <laughs> known them forever. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then like to kind of go back to like the beginning and have like and see just like how torn up Sam oh, was. It's I like, know. oh. Yeah, I- that's not how I thought that happened. He didn't get over it very quickly. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. It actually very was very upsetting. Spoiler for 5K missions. But yeah, I mean, I suppose when you see your girlfriend shot in front of you, it's going to be upsetting. It's not a good time then. <laughs> but anyway. Then you're probably sad. Um, okay. Um, so um, still on season one and still on Sam being yep. sad. Um, mission nine. <laughs> was not fun for anybody. I think this was kind of a given, being on our sad missions list. Yeah. Um, That's kind of the turning obviously. point for everyone. I think, in or at least for a lot of people, like, just falling in love with the app in general, and Sam, yeah, partially. Yeah, and with Sam. <laughs> um, if you're me, and you're, like, creepy and are in love with fictional characters. Um, but yeah, so that was, I think I kept getting warned about it though. Like on the tag, I kept seeing stuff about mission nine and I was like, you guys, what happens? Like, um, I think that was actually the mission that like pushed me into the fandom. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I just need to talk to someone about this. I just need to talk to someone. Do, is there anyone on Tumblr who knows what I'm talking about? Yeah, I remember I just kept crying to my friends and be like, his father was so disappointed in him. <laughs> and he was so sad about it. And they'd be like, Anna, what are you talking about? And I'd be like, they told him he didn't bring honor to the family. Like, just what? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, like, why would you say that to your child? And they'd just be like, you're insane. Um... So that's why my friends think I'm crazy, one of the many reasons. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, at least you get warned about Mission 9 because you don't get warned about Mission 11. Yep. Like, no one talks about that. That was I think, hard. Okay, out of every mission in the game, I think that it was the most heartbreaking for me. Just Mission 11, yeah. really? Just, like, because, okay, spoilers. Maxine and Paula are just so obviously in love and like you can hear the heartbreak in their voices when they're talking and it just like it hurts to listen to it yeah. no no the worst part is when it ends and you just hear Maxine crying mm. in the background and it was like you know well now I'm gonna cry and I'm in public but, yeah. so thanks I'm a huge Dr. <laughs> but... Girlfriends fangirl if anyone hasn't known so um that is also probably part of the reason. I just want people to be happy. So, yeah. <laughs> and they just have so much shit thrown at them. And that was kind of, you know, the first time we saw it. <laughs> no, yeah. So that was, that. that's not, that's not. <laughs> not <laughs> and then still with um, season one, um, when Chris dies. Spoilers. Yeah, I was really sad about that. Yeah. Well, it was the first time we actually heard someone, like, turn. Yeah, someone that we knew. Yeah. Because, like, we knew that, like, that happened to people. Like, we saw, like, Alice do that. And we saw, like, what Sam would do. And we but, saw like, we didn't Lem, know her. what a guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> the beginnings of it. But, what a guy. Or, I guess, suppose the end. But, 
we saw Lem, but he was New Canton, and you know we had that conflict yeah. with New Canton, so it was kind of like, oh, that's sad. Let me take his headset yeah. though. Um, but like Chris, so we, I don't think we actually knew him well, but we knew him, and he yeah. like was the most promising to like figure stuff out as well. Yeah, exactly. It just felt like such a loss because it was like, well, now we're all. And screwed. also, we found out like, he has a daughter. So <laughs> yeah. Um, who's such a great character, by the way, when you meet her, but, um, she, um, but yeah, so, so that was, that was rough, um, and then, like, everything after that was also It's just downhill from there. Like, season one just kind of went downhill after that. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I think all of the, all of the finale missions of that one were hard, um. I remember at the end, um, when you, spoilers again, for- there's spoilers always. I don't have to keep saying this. Sorry. Um, uh, when you hear like the explosion, I remember just like stopping dead in my tracks. Like what just happened? Yeah. That did yeah. not just happen. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. The thing about like that was that you didn't, you were kind of like, okay, well, who's dead? Because not everybody can survive an explosion. So it's just like, well, like, let's do a, like a head count. Like, who's okay? And at the same um, time, like, but, zombies with a rocket launcher? That's so far-fetched. You wouldn't think that that is something that could legitimately be an issue you have to face. Yeah, you know, you're just thinking that, like, like I watched The Walking Dead, so for me, they're like, they're, there's a lot of them, and they're scary, but they're like like kind of like shuffling around and you could if you could you could outrun those like you're gonna be kind of okay but like with this it's like no they're running and they're gonna attack you with like guns and rocket what is this (laughs) (laughs) and that's scary because um like recently in, in the walking dead they've been talking about a lot like how the people are kind of scarier like especially like the further you get into the apocalypse and that was like one of those moments where you're like okay, well, obviously somebody else did something to the zombies. Like, they didn't just learn to pick up a rocket launcher. Yeah. So it's like, oh, God, there's, like, a crazy scientist, like, mm-hmm. out there doing weird things to zombies and, like, attacking us. Which is a nice segue into season two when, spoilers, yeah. we find out who that weird scientist is. Actually, it was in, yeah. um, we first met Van Ark in the... In the- the, the race, race missions, missions. Yeah. yeah. Which were interesting, um, but yeah, I didn't immediately start to hate him until yeah, season I was, two. <laughs> no, I think I, well, I think when I started to hate him, like, officially was when he killed Archie. Archie. Yeah. Because, like, I have, I, yeah. I have, like, a lot of respect for, like, villainous characters, and, like, I think that, like, a lot, like, I really appreciate a well-written villain, but, like... It it's like you can't kill the characters that I like care about. Yeah, though. you can like have kill some, some side characters <laughs> or something. Um, like who do you think you are? Um, but yeah, so that was that was really sad. Also, because like I really liked. Yeah, Archie me too. She was. I felt like she was gonna die because she was like really sweet and like kind of innocent. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah, actually, because she came in. She actually came in um, on one another uh, very emotional episode, mission four of season two. When uh, Nadia so lovingly tries to kill you, <laughs> um, which that was more of an angry, yeah, actually, for me. like I, you're right. I, I didn't necessarily felt bad for her, and I was kind of annoyed because I felt like it was set up that it, I was supposed to feel bad for her, but it was also kind of like, okay, well, you were gonna raid us, so I'm not gonna just like 
let you do that and not listen to your plans. Like, But that was also a very was, kind of happy moment because Sam butts in and saves your life. And it was really great. Yeah. It, that was so great. That was fun. Yeah, that was that was a good time. Um, Angry Sam, like, kind of like is great. It's, <laughs> it's yeah, so it's, cool. it's great. Yeah. Um, um, and then, um, what was Mission Sixteen that we have written down? Uh, I think that was when Archie dies. Oh, that yeah. might have also been Mission Mission Fourteen, but it was one of those numbers. It was called Dark and Long. Oh, okay. Um, where um, you just hear her being yeah. tortured first of all, which is yeah. like that those weren't fun episodes like they were interesting but oh my gosh it was just like heart-wrenching and then like the final few missions of season two as well are just make me want to punch something and in cry in a corner at the same time (laughs) sarah obviously it was hard for everybody yeah yeah the when we because, yeah, she had just come back, I feel like. She did just mm-hmm. come back. And um, then you go through this process of thinking, oh, she's a traitor. And then finding out all of the other stuff that's happening. And then thinking, like, at first you're really, I was really angry with her. But then when I found out the truth, I was like, oh, thank God, thank God. And then later, when everything else, when she actually actually dies I was actually very very upset no yeah it's I think you're on like such emotional roller coaster yeah definitely like you you just like you go from being like so angry to being like wait I didn't mean like all of the things (laughs) that I like said just then about you like to myself because you're in an app but um yeah and then you know and then when when she dies, it's just like, no, we were going to be friends again, yeah. though. I was really She's excited. She's, like, smart and a super um, spy, and she could really be helpful. You can't die. Yeah, and then, of course, and, you know, um, it's a not a, like, normal death, which is weird to say, but, like, normal zombies run death. It has to be super dramatic and, like, gut-wrenching as well. Yeah, it was kind of like, you know, I, I felt like we weren't going to be able to get her back to to um, New Canton in time, and, but like, then she has to go talk about her stupid sons. Yeah, yeah. and it was like like I I understood where that mission was going, but I was also like, but could you not though? <laughs> I'm, um, I'm going to get dehydrated from crying so much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like guys, I'm in public. You can't do this to me. Um, but yeah, so so that was that was sad and um. I, I miss her still. I think we all do. Yeah. I yeah. those the couple of missions. Um, moving on to season three, so spoilers for season three now. Um, the couple of missions starting with season five, where you start to like hear her voice in Runner Five's head in your head. It's kind of uh, the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's like. I don't like we and we got um a submission about we this did. that we'll talk about later, but you don't get a lot of um you know, like of five's opinions on things. You don't get you don't get a lot of emotions, which is great because you get to decide for yourself mm-hmm. like how they're feeling in this situation. But like this is one of those times where it was just like, No, you feel really bad. Yeah. Like you're very upset. Yeah. <laughs> just so you know. In case you didn't feel like you were upset, well now you are. It's not your um, um 
<laughs> as runner when I'm running nor like 90% of the time I'm just like no I don't want to do that that's stupid and yeah. no but this time I definitely agreed with the emotions which made it even worse yeah <sighs> no yeah so that was that was very hard and then you get to that point at the end where she's just like yeah, you know, my friends, you know how I told them I didn't trust that, told you that I didn't trust them. And that was still kind of sad for me just because it was like, I don't know, you, you kind of, like I said, decide like how Runner 5 feels about situations and you decide like what her relationships or his or her, mine's a her, so I say her, sorry. Um, But his, her, or their relationships are with everybody else. And that was kind of this moment, like, no, but you and Sarah were really good yeah. friends, and now she's dead, and she trusted you, and you know that she doesn't trust a lot of people, so just feel <gasps> terrible about everything. Yeah. Have a nice day. That sums like, up, Like, that's yeah. what that was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Sarah's referenced a couple times throughout the season, and, um, where's that? Yeah, I just had one on the boat missions because mm-hmm. I just did the the missions where you're on the the ship, um, the I forget command what it's called, ships, but it's yeah. like the the commands ship, um, and they and then you're about to like drown in this like very Titanic fashion, and um, you just hear Sarah like, yeah, you're almost yep. there, like hold on, and I was like, well now I'm just gonna like cry and drown in my tears, so yep, and I mean speaking of dead people coming back into your mind. Um, we actually got a uh, message from Just a Potted Plant about that kind of thing. And it's one of the missions that I also think is very, very um, depressingly emotional as well. So Just a Potted Plant said that the most emotional episode for me is episode 47, Comfortably Numb from season three. I always interpreted Five's hallucinations of Archie, Eight, and ultimately Sam to be representations of Five's guilt and regrets. We don't get a lot of insight into Five's emotional perspective usually, but this episode is an exception. Five's mind conjures up a false reality where all the people you failed to save are living happily and nothing hurts. Of course, from the player's perspective, everything hurts. That is so incredibly, ridiculously true. I am in a love-hate relationship with that episode because it actually is, it's very, very interesting, but at the same time, um, it was like j- those wounds had just closed and their six to start had to go and open them all up again and just make me miss Archie and Sarah and everyone. And it was really depressing. But um, yeah, so that definitely qualifies for a very emotional moment and the whole like hallucination and uh, mind control episodes that whole arc was very um overwhelming and ranged from for me at least from anger to sadness to general confusion but yeah okay yeah yeah, just like every time, anytime there's a hallucination, I know that I'm going to be sad. So at least I'm going to be ready yeah. for it. Now. <laughs> um, like, I think we didn't talk about this, but the missions in season two where you hallucinate that Archie's there and then Jamie oh, hallucinates God. that Archie's there. Those that were really depressing. sad. Um, so. And then also in season two, I skipped over this, but the Forest of Fallen Runners, that first, yeah. that first half of that episode where you're bringing the torch and they hadn't done it in a while. So there's a couple other runners who are 
taking the torch to their fallen runners, that was just like, oh, wow. They, yeah. Yeah. But of course, okay, so to end the sadness, the most emotional, saddest mission for me is the death of Mildred Vondergroff. She will be there forever missed. Um, <laughs> which is like, because I know that she was going to get eaten, like within, if we brought her back. But still, yeah. like, or, or what a way to go. For eggs. Like, come on. Yeah. I still um, want to know what happened to Archie's puppy. Yeah. I wrote a fic about it. Like, that was my first Zombies Run fic. But um, I. What did really you write know. that happened to Archie's puppy? I wrote that Jamie gave the puppy to five to take back to the um, kennels at Abel, and right. that um, she had named it after a scientist because Mildred Vondergraff is um, the name of a scientist. Vondergraff is, Mildred isn't, but. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> I still want to know canon what happened. Yeah. Because huh, puppies are important. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm still, I still worry about um, Runner 7's dog, even though I haven't seen Runner 7 in, like, forever, because he just up and left. Uh, the like, dog <laughs> went with him. Yeah, I know, oh, but I was Oh, just, you're like, just worried about its general Yeah, I just worry being. about, like, dogs in the apocalypse, <laughs> like, generally. We need a new dog. <laughs> Runner 5 needs a dog companion. Yeah. I would totally take a dog. Yeah. Um, Doggy 5. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it for sad, emotional moments, right? It's typically, like, when I'm not sad in this app, it's because I'm <laughs> mad at somebody. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I think, um, well, if we want to start with season one, I think uh, my angry moments were, like, when, you know, you're, like, right after everyone's, like, you think everyone's dead because there was just that big explosion. Um, I was just confused. At that very end of season one. Yeah, I was so <laughs> confused and mad, but, like, you just have Nadia, like, in your ear being like, oh, everyone's dead. You yeah. can't come go back there so you have to come to us i was like what's your problem <laughs> like um the beginning when we first met nadia for like the first 10 episodes that we knew her i mm. hated nadia i yeah. despised her but um i mean i she's still not my favorite character but i can I'm, like, deal okay with, with her, her now <laughs> but like she gave us project runway 10 seasons of project runway so i guess it's yeah okay. so that that's that was nice <laughs> That was like it's a it's kind of okay that you tried to murder me yeah. now, but um, yeah. So that that was um, I think a lot of like the beginning, like the end of season one to beginning of season two was just me being angry at like Nadia, yeah, um, more than anyone else. Um, and then when I wasn't angry at Nadia, it was because I was angry at Van Ark. Um, yep. <laughs> so like I think uh, mission twenty eight which is tightrope uh, of season two is the one where like you're like you have to like follow his van around and he's so obnoxious and Ugh. he breaks through a headset and I think I was like in a bad mood when I started this <laughs> that's, mission that's a good and so I started it and then he like literally I just heard my headset crack and I was like what <laughs> did you just break my headset excuse you um, <laughs> I was literally so offended <laughs> um, <laughs> but 
that he wasn't there to punch. No, yeah, because I was so mad. Um, and then he like he's just like, oh, look at that horde of zombies. It'd be funny if we like ran through them. And I was like, listen, dude. it'd be funny if like, you ran through them alone. Yeah, like what's your problem? <laughs> um, so. So yeah, he he he's like he's not a fun villain for me. I just get angry like every time he's around. Yeah, and um, and I mean speaking of villains, Moonchild, you haven't gotten to these yeah. like to the part. I was kind of always irritated with Moonchild until um, a certain point, and after that, I just despised her. And now I can't even hear just a regular Australian accent without thinking you're going to try to kill me. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know that she's gonna be a villain, but I don't know under what context. So also something to look forward to. Yeah. Um, oh no! Oh, yeah, she. Oh, just <sighs> Moonchild being um, so mad at the end of season three. Like I was just like, "Excuse you, do not talk to me right now. I am done yeah. dealing with you." <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I think that um, if we're talking about season three, like villains amelia spence i haven't got like last time i checked she just left with simon i'm like mm-hmm. i know she's gonna come back because that's just that feels like <laughs> um but um she like i i didn't like her right away like even before she was like a villain she just like, seemed kind of just annoying because she reminded me of umbridge yeah like the way she talked and so i was i was always like like as soon as I met her, I was kind of like, oh, I don't want to judge you based on your voice, <laughs> well, but you she, yeah. sound like Umbridge. Well, um, and she just came into the first thing she did was start giving orders and like start kind of being condescending to people. And I was just like, yeah. I'm sorry, we had things going relatively well with the exception of a bunch of people dying. So you can yeah. shut your mouth. No, yeah, she she was like... um the the automated the automated like oh. operator thing was her idea and I was like I don't like I honestly did not understand like I like like under a lot of people thought that was a good idea like in the app I never thought that was a good idea because it was like well if something goes wrong like what am I supposed to do and this is a zombie apocalypse this is not me just like running to the grocery store <laughs> like so something could go wrong like this is a, like just a situation where a normal GPS is gonna work. Um, so, yeah, I just, I didn't, I never, I never understood. Though I do have to say, the mission with the operating, like, the electronic system was kind of hilarious. Yeah, it was really funny, but it was like, oh, I was like, well, of course that wasn't gonna work. I didn't think that this was a bad idea. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, that was, that was not a good idea. And then, like, when she actually like captures you and like you're running through like the rain and stuff and I think you're on a like a plane crash yeah you're just like I I was like again I was mad but I was kind of like you know what I told everybody that this was going to happen <laughs> they didn't listen to me because they weren't real but I, <laughs> no, they, but I knew. they did yeah <laughs> um so yeah that she just she bothered me a lot um but I think Everything she did. most, like, 90% of the time in this game, if I'm angry, it's because Sam is upset or has yeah. been insulted. Yeah. And no one insults no, yeah, my like, baby. 
<laughs> yeah, like that one time, that one time that Esteban yeah. was like, they were the mission where they're trying to get you to like Nadia, but I was just still like really angry. Um, <laughs> where she's where he's just like, you know, Nadia's only lost three people. How many people has your Sam lost? She's about to lose like, four. Okay, well, first of all, he, yeah, right? <laughs> I was like, well, first of all, he is my Sam. Thank you for noticing. But second of all, like, um, no, don't say things like that. Like, this is the apocalypse. Sometimes things happen. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with you? Um, and, like, New Canton has better fortifications and stuff, so... Yeah, New Canton's huh. like a castle. Like, you can't, like, help this situation. Um, so, you know, it was that, that was really rude and uncalled for. And also because Abel's literally been around since the beginning. So it was kind of like, well, of course we have lost more people if we've been there. Like, Yeah. And I mean, Esteban was from New Canton and that at that point, like, I think we had just allied with them. And so I was still kind of like, what are you going to do? You're going to do something dumb, aren't you? Because you're from New Canton and so I can't trust you. No, I have a general, like, I still, like, the only people that I trust from Phil and Zoe. <laughs> yeah, like I still don't really trust anyone from New Camden. Yep. Um, so yeah, I think I think I held on to that <laughs> way longer than everybody else. Um, but yeah, um, that was another thing that my friends thought I was crazy for because I'd always be like, New Camden man, <laughs> those guys are the worst. And they'd be like, what? Who? Um, so, yeah. Um, but along with angry moments, I feel like there are a ton of shocking emotional moments as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, one of, like, I think the Van Ark testing on you bits yeah. were also kind of, sh- like, was- kind of like, what is he, why would he do this? Shouldn't yeah, it was- he? It was yeah. just kind of like, I don't know what you did to me, and that makes me very nervous. Yeah. And then, I mean, the end of season one, Right after the explosion, of course, I was just mm-hmm. like, seriously, did this yeah. really just happen? Is this real life? Um, <laughs> is this real life? <laughs> <laughs> or is this fantasy? The Comancis boats as well. Oh, when people are like deteriorating. Yeah, and, and when oh, we talk to... Oh, who's the, the man, like the leader on the Comancis Al- boat? Albert. Yeah, and he's Who literally, literally just falling looks like apart. A yeah, like he's the, like the people are just like, oh yeah, your arm's just gonna have to come off, and it's like, um, excuse you, um, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, I think that there's a part, there's a part in the um, in the mission where you like finally take Maxine home, mm-hmm. where she's you go down into the like basement of the boat or whatever, and then and then you see all like, the yeah the other people yeah, oh. and uh, I was under the impression that it was literally people with like no limbs, and they're just like. Because she said that, like, they looked like sacks of laundry, but then they were people. Yeah. Um, so I'm just picturing these people, like, literally with no limbs, just, like, sitting, you know, mm-hmm. in, like, a room, and that's horrible. Yeah. Oh, th- those episodes were not only shocking, but, like, kind of uh, terrifying. Yeah, just you also to think get about. attacked by a giant squid. So yeah. there's that. <laughs> like, Runner 5 cannot catch a break. Like... <laughs> that was literally so uncalled for um but i think in the last clips of definitely seasons one and season two i always ended up like just stopping what i was doing and just being like seriously yeah (laughs) is especially at the end of season two i was just 
I just thought yeah. everything was supposed to be better and you throw this on me? What are you doing? No, my least favorite thing was when they were like, but there's another traitor. I was like, are you serious? I was so mad. I was like... Um, and with that, was, when Simon comes back, yeah. after you think oh, he's dead. Yeah. That was like a mixture of me being like sad and shocked and angry just because like like at first like you're kind of like oh he's missing a hand and like his face is gone mm. he has to wear a mask but you're but also um he um has been stealing you know, stuff yeah also he was like the traitor and he's just like literally the phantom of evil <laughs> um like quite literally um so yeah he um. He said, like, interesting things about Abel that I've still been trying to, like, decide whether or not I agree with, where he's like, you know, you guys see things as, like, really black and white, and, like, that's not how it is in this world. Um, And I was kind of like, I want to argue with you because I want to defend, like, my friends and stuff, but (laughs) that's that's a fair point. (laughs) Um, other than that, like, just anytime they reveal anything about either the source of the zombie apocalypse or a potential, like, cure. Yeah, when they were talking about, like, um, or, like, anything about the mind control, like, Mm -hmm. when they were talking about how she, like, made this kind of Red Bull and then just kind of gave it to all of... Anything involving science is very shocking. Yeah. I was like, science is involved? (laughs) No, but, um, when she's like, you know, we made this, um... This like it was like serotonin plus or something, and it was literally yeah, like yeah, Red Bull that she was using to mind control oh. people. I, I don't know. That just that I feel like that was really uncomfortable for me because just because like they sell Red Bull at like every Seven Eleven and like Target in the universe, and I just feel <laughs> like that's such a real possibility, and I didn't understand that until just now. And thank you, Six um, to Start, for shedding light on this. I mean, granted, I don't drink those anyway, but still. Yeah, like, I always thought that those were sketchy for some reason, and now I understand that this is the reason that I thought they were sketchy. Um, um, another, of course, shocking episode was the that arc towards the end of season three, where you five is hallucinating and everything. It, the beginning, especially. Um I mean, I'm not going to spoil too much because I know you, Anna, haven't played them, but it's very uh, confusing. And it's very, very just like, what is going on? Why is this happening? Why are there loud noises? That kind of thing. So that was also So like general gameplay. Yeah, yeah, basically. Generally how that happens. Um... And then you said the in the prison as well. Oh god, the prison. With the that warden. was so scary. Because she was so weird. Um, <laughs> she was so weird. Um, she like she she had like a weird like catchphrase at one point where she was like, the cat's coming. And I was mm-hmm. like, and she calls you a mouse, and oh, it was like creepy, yeah. and I was really uncomfortable. <laughs> um and they also the prisoners said like such weird things about her. They would just be like, yeah. She takes the prettiest prisoners into her like room, and then when she, they come out, they aren't pretty anymore. And I was like, I need to leave. I <laughs> can't, I can't wrong do with these missions anymore. Um, so that was that. She she just she freaked me out a lot. And then when you have the two murderers that are on the loose, uh, where she's like, 
Because I know she ends that mission with, with being like, there are scarier things than me in this yeah, prison. Yeah, I forgot about that. And I was that. kind of like, yeah. And I was at first I was kind of like, you know, I don't really think anything is scarier <laughs> than you, honestly. Um, and I'm runner five. I've been through a lot. <laughs> and, like, and then there are like the two murderers who are like literally like on the loose. <laughs> like, um. Also, I know we didn't add this to the list, but when Esteban, like, turns into a zombie, mm-hmm. just, like, out of nowhere. That's a, actually at the why. end of those episodes. Yeah. Like, in the, in the, like, because I think it, it's because Sarah got her blood on them, mm-hmm. but you don't, like, realize that right away. So you're just kind of like, wait, what? <laughs> um, and then he's just like, and I felt like the transformation wasn't normally that fast. I didn't think but... it was either, but. Maybe since it got directly into his bloodstream, that's probably yeah. Why. Yeah, I was I was so mm, that was <laughs> that was really scary. <laughs> um, and another stressful one that I hadn't thought of was before was um, the beginning of season two when you think Jack is dead when he's missing. Oh my god! Um, yeah, that like that was overwhelming and stressful and depressing at the same time. Just hearing Eugene with all of that but at the same time it was like oh my god I really have to find Jack I can't let Eugene not have him what's going on yeah I think the most stressful aspect of the app is just like you feel responsible for everyone so because every time someone goes missing they're like okay runner five go find them (laughs) and it's just go fetch there's so much responsibility yeah um so it's just um it's really like stressful and like uh, I have to take care of all these people <laughs> and like the population keeps growing and I don't know what to do. I'm not I'm your mother. Learn to take care of yourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but at least there are some happy moments, a ton of happy moments. Well, maybe not a ton, well, but a couple, but like, like at a least handful. five. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, I mean, the side missions in season two, I actually thought were really great because I played through season two and then went back and did all the side missions. So I didn't play any of them until later. But it was nice because since they weren't connected to the storyline, um, whenever I needed a break, they had a little fluff. And so I was always happy in like most of the side missions. Yeah, I felt like um, there was a really cool world building aspect mm-hmm. to them. which was And it was nice because it was like, okay, not everything... It felt like, you know, not everything that you do is, like, dire and, like, you know, scary and, like, horrible. It's just, like, sometimes you just play, like, whack-a-mole with zombies. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> sometimes you just stretch. So, um... And have Sam stare at you. You're growing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of, like, calm down, friend. But, um... Yeah, so that was that was fun. A lot of those reminded me of in season one when you do the mission where Sam and Maxine want you to get like stuff to play yeah. demons and darkness. Yeah. Um, and then so you have to like go to all these like comic book stores mm-hmm. and like um, that was so fun because that was just kind of like, wow, I can do something like not like normal but just kind of like like fun. It's not yeah. like everybody's crying <laughs> on me and like there's five people dead and a mad scientist on the loose <laughs> it's just like you know let's play like a board game mm-hmm. um so yeah though those are fun mm-hmm. and then of course um i mean anytime 
you get good news. I just instantly am finally, I'm like, oh my god, finally. Thank god, I'm so happy. Um, Like when we said, like, when the zombie spray actually starts working and you think it's actually a viable option. That was great because it was, it was kind of like, while you know that they're not going to kill off, like, every character in this mission, it was still, you're still, like, at such a sad point where, like, Sam is saying goodbye to everyone and I still want to know what he was going to (laughs) say. Um, but, you know... When, when the spray works and then, like, everyone's happy and then the major gives that speech where she's like, yeah, you we're gonna, like, clear Great Britain of zombies and, like, it's gonna be great and we're all gonna be happy again. And I, so that was, that was really nice. That was mm-hmm. kind of, I feel like um, a lot of the problems with, like, zombie, like, zombie stuff that exists right now is that, like, it's very bleak and it's kind of depressing and like nothing's ever gonna get better but like this has always been like no we're gonna like work towards finding the cure we're gonna work towards like or not the cure but like work towards finding how this happens so we can do like a vaccine or we can like stop this lady from mind controlling everybody (laughs) um it's never just we just need to survive another day um (laughs) Which, I said that in a southern accent because I was thinking of The Walking Dead, but... Um, Makes sense. So sorry, that, sorry for that. Um, but, yeah. But I feel like season two actually had a lot of surprisingly happy moments. I mean, mm-hmm. um, Van Ark dying, of course. When you finally, like, blow him up, that was so Yeah, relieving. that's really satisfying. And then, like, the fact that he has... That it's, like, by the rocket launcher. It's, like... <laughs> I laughed a lot. <laughs> um, I felt really good about myself. Um, and then the end of season two was almost happy. Yeah, like it was happy for like a solid transmission or two. Yeah, like two transmissions before the last transmission or something. When there's yeah. a party and Sam's drunk Dude, and runner man, Janine's drunk, or like the running man. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's drunk. Yeah. It's great. Um, that was a so, that was cute. Those were cute two clips before everything went to shit again. <laughs> yeah, and, like, while you're kind of, like, you know, I know that this isn't how they're gonna end the season, like, we're not gonna be happy, you're all, it's also kind of, like, this is, it's it's nice that everyone's happy right now, though. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, those, those are fun. Um, and then, um, I mean, anyone who's played to the end of season three knows, uh, the Doctor Girlfriend stuff. Basically, actually, when they get back together, I was so, so, so happy. Yeah, when you rescue Maxie. Yes. That was... And then at the end of season three, anyone who's done with it knows what I'm talking about. And that also very made me very, very uh, giddy. So, yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm actually excited. I'm not, like, fearfully excited <laughs> anymore. Um, so, that's that's good. Um yeah, I was I was really happy when we saved Maxine. Um, and like the fact that we found Ed too, just because yeah. like, he's a child. Yeah, and I was like, is she even like okay without her dad? I don't know how old Molly is at this point. I think she's so, like five or six. She's not very old. Yeah, it, it's nice that we're like finding all of our people, and we can like, you know, at least we at least have like hope that one day they'll be able to like come home, and we yeah. know that Maxine is coming home. Yay. But there are, it's nice though. I really appreciate like the mix because obviously there's a lot of depressing stuff and angry stuff and stressful stuff, but then throwing in happy things every once in a while and like giving us some actual like 
progress forward, I think is yeah. one of the things that makes the app so different and so great is, like you said, most zombie apocalypse things, it's always just trying to survive. But this is actually like trying to survive, trying to find a cure and actually being able to move forward towards a cure. Yeah, it's like we've you we see that we've come so far from season. Oh, one. absolutely. It's like, you know, that thing is like could potentially get better. It's not like this like hopeless existence that's like in a lot of apocalypse things. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, so there's obviously a huge range of emotions we could go over, but I think that is it. Yeah. For these. A lot of emotions. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, next, Liz is going to bring us the Choose Your Own Adventure. Take it away, Liz. Uh, Hey, everyone. I have to apologize in advance in case uh, the quality of this is not uh, too good. I'm recording this on my university laptop, which is kind of old. Um, I hope there's not too much noise in the background. I'm at university, so <laughs> you never know. Um, so I'm here to talk about the Choose Your Own Adventure story. The Choose Your Own Adventure story ended in our last um, Choose Your Own Adventure segment. Unfortunately, it ended in Five's death. But fear not, people. We have a new idea. Uh, another kind of Choose Your Own Adventure story. Uh, well, it's it's like a Choose Your Own Adventure story, but not really. It's It's, it's different. Okay. So, um, here's the thing. A few weeks ago, we got an email by one of our listeners. Uh, shout out to the magnificent Taylor. Um, Taylor sent us their take on Rashid's novel. So, for those who don't immediately gasp at this uh, re- revelation, uh, Rashid is one of the characters in the Zombies Run 5K trainer. And he's in charge of, I think, uh, showers and dormitories and stuff uh, at Abel. And, um, yeah, he wants to be a writer. He, he writes this novel, this sci-fi fantasy story, and constantly wants people to read it and give feedback and stuff. Uh, so, uh, Taylor used all the information that we get in the app and wrote a corny and ridiculous first chapter. Uh, or prologue. It's, it's it's the first chapter, basically. And Taylor was also nice to nice uh, to allow us to not only read out this chapter to you for you to enjoy, but also to use it for our choose your own adventure segment. Uh, what's going to happen is this: uh, we, and when I say we, I'm saying uh, the way too many people in a Comshack team and the listeners, all of you. We are going to write this story together, our own take on Rajid's novel and what it might look like. Uh, we will ask you guys about, you know, characters you want to see in the novel and what their names should be and what they should look like and stuff. We will ask you about plot and plot devices. They can be cliched. It, it will be funny if they're cliched. And we will ask you about all the tropes you like and about the most stereotypical and cliched things our characters could say or do. And yeah, sometimes we will write the story and 
sometimes you guys will write the story and, you know, we might get super sidetracked because suddenly somebody comes up with a character and everybody likes that one much better than the main characters. That's fine as well. Uh, I just hope that in the end we will have a corny but ridiculous and funny story that all of us wrote together. And that could be Rajit's novel. Sort of. Maybe. Alright, uh, so we are not going to start with that today. We are... That was just the introduction. Next week um, you will hear the first chapter and then we can all start about talking about characters and what stuff you want to see. And in the end, hopefully we will have an amazing project. I'm looking forward to it. And now I will hand you back to your hosts. Bye! So uh, that's it for this episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening mm-hmm. to us talk about the things that made us cry or smile. get angry. <laughs> or smile. Um, uh, so next week, uh, we're going to talk about, or in two weeks, yes. we're going to talk <laughs> about the um, base building feature on the app. So any, like, headcanons you have about, like, why you organize things the way you did or, like, any of the features that you like about that or what you don't like about what that, frequently please happens let in us certain know. buildings? Do people go yeah. pet puppies when they cry? Like... Yeah. How... What is the te- te- tequila shack like? <laughs> um, how much tequila is in the tequila shack? Um... So anything, anything about that, uh, please let us know. You can message us on Tumblr or on Twitter. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. Okay. Stay safe out there, guys. Bye. Podcast Detected is a non-profit project brought to you by way too many people in a com shack. Zombies Run belongs to Six to Start. Music is Rich Groove by Jason Kessler. Questions? Want to submit a story or need more information? You'll find us on Tumblr or Twitter at Podcast Detected or email us at way too many people in a comshack at gmail.com. No runners were harmed during the making of this episode.